Welcome to Dunktown, the podcast where we learn about basketball one game at a time. I'm Anastasia. And I'm Agata. And today we have an extra special guest. He's a writer for Basketball News and host of the Dunker Spot podcast. It's Nikias Duncan. Woo! Hi. <laughs> hello, hello. How are y'all? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. Thanks for having me on. Of course. Thank yeah, you for being here. It's our pleasure. Um, so... You're a writer, you're a journalist, you're covering the current NBA season. Are you, how are you feeling about the season so far? It is hectic, I guess would be the best way to describe it. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just weird doing this during the COVID season. Like I haven't been to an arena yet this year. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't know. <clears throat> like I would probably, I'm vaccinated and stuff, so I might figure out something for the postseason but like i've just been doing this from the comfort of my house this is my first full-time season as a writer so i'm excited about that yeah but it's it's been a lot just watching the injury reports kind of pile up and yeah it's a bit bittersweet i guess because like i love basketball i love having it but it also just feels like everything's been a kind of a mess yeah like just for sure just the pandemic in general has been tough to deal with and watching <laughs> yeah, the league try sure. to try to navigate that yeah, and protect their interests while also being safe about it, but not really being safe about it because they're like gathering for basketball games and stuff. It's, it's just a whole thing, but it's been a weird year, but we're almost for at the sure. fun part. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. We also haven't been to an arena yet. Yeah, I had a chance to go to a Clippers game, but I turned it down. I was like, Still feels too yeah. early. Mm-hmm. I feel weird about that. Also, I'm sure I would have been like in the last row of the Staples Center. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely not worth it. Yeah, if you're going to go, you got to get the good seats. <laughs> exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So where are you from? Um, I'm from South Carolina. I am based in Charlotte, North Carolina now. Just moved oh, here nice. in January. Perfect. Um, <laughs> so you're, you're a big Hornets guy? Uh, not a Hornets guy. First team I... Love. I'm really. I'm a Heat guy. Oh, okay, so that's interesting. Um, you were a beat writer for the Heat. Is that right? Uh, yeah, I was doing some stuff for Miami Heat beat and also Five Reason Sports. They have a, mm-hmm. a South Florida based network down there. So I was doing some Heat work with both of those guys. Were you excited about how they did in the bubble? Oh yeah, it surprised me a little bit. Like I. It was funny, like I would do previews before every series and like got to Milwaukee. I was like, you know what? I think Miami can beat Milwaukee. Yeah. And, wrote that, and that was kind of a take. And then I didn't expect that kind of series. Like I thought it was going to be like a six or seven game series, not five. Yeah. So yeah. that was weird. And then gets to Boston. And I'm just like, uh, I don't know. Boston's very good. And then Bam just kind of takes over the Eastern Conference Finals. Like, well, I mean, if I'm going to be wrong, I'd rather be wrong like this. if that's that's how it's gonna work but like the bubble run was exciting just yeah just watching the fan base interact with that team like it it was just the team was obviously good and like what bam did was incredible what jimmy butler did was incredible 
Um, just various guys popping up. Jay Crowder couldn't miss threes for like two and a half rounds, which is not something that I expected. So it was <laughs> fun, but also just watching the fan base since most of my followers are Heat Twitter followers. Mm-hmm. Like just watching them live and die with every shot and getting increasingly yeah. cocky as the playoff run goes on. Like it was a fun experience all around. Nice. You just you just chose Miami as your team. Yeah. How'd you get into them? Yeah, it's Shaq and D Wade. Like it's kind of hard to yeah. yeah bet against that. Like Shaq was one of my favorite players growing up. Like D Wade was young and exciting. So I don't know. Like I didn't have a team at that point. Like. I became a fan like around that 04, 05 range. Mm-hmm. So out of just a team that drew to me, uh, that stuck with them. They ended up winning a title. So I was like, okay, cool. I uh, made the right choice. And yeah. then they, they get swept <laughs> the very next year. I was like, okay, maybe not. And then <laughs> you get the 07, 08 year where, where they win like 15 games. I was like, okay, this is interesting, but like stuck with it. Obviously the big three era happens. It all gets fun from there. And it's, I don't know. I've just, I've just been with them ever since. That yeah, they're a very fun team to watch for sure. I was very excited for them last year. Yeah. Um Agata famously predicted that they would make it to the finals, but oh. like in week preseason. Yeah, it was like preseason. <laughs> yeah. Um That's a great just, shot. Yeah. And you know, I I felt like a genius. <laughs> it's a good feeling. <laughs> um I mean I did predict that they were gonna win the whole thing. They didn't do that, but they got pretty far. Yeah. <laughs> it was a long shot and it was it was I think also, you know, no one knew at that time that there was gonna be a bubble. And right. right. Yeah. So it's also interesting like to see which teams crumbled under that kind of difficult situation and which teams just like really focused up, you know, mm-hmm. I feel like with Jimmy and the heat, like they were just like so focused and mm-hmm. it was, it was fun. It was fun to watch them. Yeah. Yeah. Like that environment, you could just tell that environment suited them mm-hmm. just to kind of be closed off to the world. And like just the heat culture aura is just working hard, putting your hard hat on, keeping your head down, just going after it anyway, as cliche as all of that is. But like mm-hmm. it, you could tell that the bubble helped. Just even getting into the bubble, having that much time off, I think helped. Like Goran Dragic was such a big part of their run and giving him basically a mid-season off-season mm-hmm, right. allowed him to be more rejuvenated for the run. So you couldn't really account for that, especially in the preseason. But like that yeah. helps. And then again, like it's just – this closed off space where there isn't much travel. It's just basketball. And like that fits mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler to a T. So it's not a right. surprise to me that he was able to just kind of take over throughout the entire run. Yeah. I heard he never stopped practicing. Like he didn't, he never slept even one time. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds he practiced right. all night long. <laughs> I mean, I, I think what's, what was, what was so fun about them and what still is fun about them is just like the teamwork um, and how Jimmy lets, Let's the other players shine, but then yeah. he comes in when he needs to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had like a very nice dynamic. Yeah, it was like, okay, you 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 do it now. Yeah. I'm going to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we are on the. We're about to to start the play in tournament very soon. How do you feel about the play in tournament? I get the idea. Like, I'm mostly fine with it. I wish it was more like last season, to where it's not just. Like, this year is just 7 through 10. That's the play-in. Like, I did like the twist from last season. Like, the play-in has to be triggered if you're only – if you're X amount of games behind, like, the 10 seed or whatever. Yeah. So, I wish – if 
if the play is going to be a thing moving forward, like I want them to go back to that. Right. Because I don't want it to be an automatic, like if seven and eight are just far above everyone else, then let's just have the top eight seeds and like not yeah. worry about it. So I yeah, don't that like, makes sense. Yeah, like I don't like having that automatic. But other than that, like I think it's a cool idea. I can see the benefit of making the end of the regular season more exciting because around right. this time, I guess the year before last, since the bubble was last year, and that was just a whole bunch of randomness. But like in prior years, the last week or so of the season is just kind of resting guys and toggling for seating. And there's no real, it's basketball, but it's not basketball. If that makes sense. Yeah. But mm-hmm. like now it's, it's heightened. Like if you're in that seventh spot, you can't just rest a guy. You want to try to get the six. Like it just adds another layer. It makes it more exciting, more things to fight for. And it's more fan engagement from there. So I get it from the league side. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'm excited for it. I feel like, it it is a bit of a bummer if like the seventh seed is like way above. I'm sure it's a little people are pissed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. sure it's a little like brings down your spirits a bit. But that being said, um, as just like a viewer, it's fun to have like a mini tournament right before the playoffs. And yeah, I also love the Suns and like for the first time mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like clear they're good to go yeah. so I'm like hell yeah they don't have to fight <laughs> so okay WNBA season just started very exciting yes. um, we're recording this on Saturday so we just had two games uh, this morning and so uh, are there certain storylines that you're excited about in this coming in this season um like in a vacuum, like the entire season is just interesting to me because this is year 25. So it's been exciting to yeah. watch the rollout, the new jerseys, like uh, the 144 documentary that just dropped Thursday was great. So I'm excited for all of it, just on a base level. Um, I'm also an Aces fan. So like I'm seeing, mm-hmm. I want to see how they're going to work Liz Cambage back into the lineup. What is Kelsey right. Plum going to look like? Is Jackie Young going to continue her, you know, the boost that she had in the second half of last season? Is Asia going to get to shoot threes? Like she shook, she took one and made one today. That was exciting. The rest of the yeah. team did not follow suit. So that kind of stunk. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Storm just kind of ran them off the court. So that was kind of frustrating. But anyway, I'm excited for the Aces. Like Candace Parker's in Chicago now. Like, and they just kind of blitzed Washington and they were missing players. But like, it's, there's a lot going on this year. Yeah. Yeah. Things got a little like shaken up with, you know, Candace Parker going to, to Chicago. Like, I feel like they're just going to be this powerhouse already a great team. And then you just add Candace Parker to it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, do you have uh, a player that like outside of the aces is your favorite player to watch? Uh, oh man, how much time do we have? Uh, <laughs> we always have to go off. The WBA. Yeah. <laughs> like my official first answer, I've always had an affinity for Jasmine Thomas. Mm-hmm. Like just does all the little things on offense and she is phenomenal on defense. Just one of the best point of attack defenders I've ever seen. So Jasmine Thomas is obviously up there. Um, Candace Parker is one of my favorites. Just her versatile skill set, what she does in the booth for TNT. Like she, she's just great, period. Yeah, she's yeah, amazing. I love her. Her defensive, you know, plays are amazing. She's great. Yeah, she just does a little bit of everything. Um, Arike Agumbawale, I had the opportunity of doing a story with her last year. Oh, oh that's so cool. Yeah, I've got the, uh, I got her on a stream yard, whatever, and mm-hmm. we went over some of her plays. She broke some down with me. We got to talk hoop a little bit. That was fun. 
so always gonna have a soft spot for Enrique as well. Mm-hmm. Um, really, any Ford that can do like anything, like Nafisa Collier is another mm-hmm. one that can defend all over the place, can shoot, can pass, can post whenever she needs to. So I'm excited to see her get back. I think she missed the opener with the links and that. Goodness, that game was ridiculous. But anyway, <laughs> that, <laughs> but yeah, it, there's so many good ta- uh, talented players in the W. We have a lot of listeners who are just now getting into the W, either last year or or this season is their first season. And so we always like to give them little, you know, tips and like people to look out for. Um, and yeah, I feel that's like a list. that's a good list. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Give them some um, players that they can. Liz, I mean, I always talk about her, but Liz, Liz Cambage is my favorite. W player and I'm just excited. I'm excited to see what she does this year. Yeah, glad that she's back cuz she wasn't in the bubble. Even though she, I'm pretty sure she won the Australian uh championship, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, so I feel like she's she's good to go, but um I know the team, the Aces said they were like trying to get their vibe back. Yeah. Their team mm-hmm. team vibe. And if you don't follow her on Instagram, you guys should follow her because she's fun to follow and she posts a lot of fun stuff. Yeah, she lots of uh, thirst traps in there, yeah. too. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. She posts a lot of thirst traps. <laughs> and I'm, I fall into the trap every time. Every time. <laughs> she's a gorgeous yeah. woman. Hard not to. She, yeah, yeah, she's very beautiful. Um, all right. We, we have a question that we ask all of our guests. Um, and this is a hypothetical. Assuming that it's everybody would be consenting. Um, do you have a player in the NBA and in the WNBA who you would like to kiss? Ah, okay. Um, <laughs> You're like, that's not what I was expecting you to say. <laughs> that is not what I was expecting at all. Um, we do ask everyone. Yeah. Right, okay, <laughs> fair, fair enough. Equal opportunity question. Um, uh, full transparency. I do not have an answer for the NBA. Um, <laughs> okay. For the WNBA, uh, I guess Candace. Oh yeah, yeah, same. She's amazing. She's on the list. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great answer. I feel like she's also like the whole package, in my opinion. She's like so pretty. She's super funny. She's like smart. good at basketball. Yeah. Super smart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely kissable. <laughs> For sure. All right, let's go into our next segment. Um, so, so much happens in a week. We can't possibly cover it all. So we wrap it up in a little segment called Previously on Basketball. Last time on Star Basketball. Trek Deep Space Nine. It's <laughs> <laughs> a real Gabe pick. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> a little wink to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's an exciting time for basketball as the WNBA season begins and the NBA heads into postseason. Russell Westbrook is now the NBA's all-time leader in triple doubles. NBA creates new Kareem Abdul-Jabbar Social Justice Champion Award, winner to be announced during playoffs. Simone Augustus announces she's retiring and joining the Sparks coaching staff. Marv Albert will retire after 60 years of calling basketball games. His partner, Chris Weber, also parts ways with TNT. 
ESPN airs 144 documentary about the momentous WNBA wobble season, executive produced by Shanae Gumake. Beal and Bazemore trade barbs and b-ball beef. <laughs> Gabe tried to get me I with love that the last alliteration <laughs> that we throw in occasionally. Um, <laughs> let's let's see the video of Bazemore. Forty-nine points in twenty-nine minutes, though. That's that's unreal. And we got guys hurting hamstrings trying to keep up. So, wait, what was that? Um, I saw a different. Uh, I've got I've got that clip as well. Okay, so that was the that. original clip of uh, Baysmore that made Bradley Beal mad. Okay, okay, okay. Because he was talking about um, how Bradley Beal was trying to chase Steph Curry's points right. record for the year. Yeah, and then so Bradley posted some stuff on Twitter. Okay, mm. you don't know me or shit about me. You don't know why I go out there and play and. It damn sure ain't for another man's approval. You a straight lame. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> but, it, but it don't surprise me coming from you. That's what your type do. It's funny you say that because your man's admittedly checked my number before the game. <laughs> All right. He's pissed. He is pissed and he wants everyone to know he's pissed. Yeah. I, I saw another tweet too where Bradley Beal was like, what do y'all think? Should I go after his ass? <laughs> Is a poll. <laughs> what do you, what do you think about this? Like I, it costs zero dollars to say nothing. <laughs> it's kind of my initial takeaway. Yeah. yeah. So like, I heard the Baysmore sound clip, and like I do think he was joking. Like I, I don't yeah. think there was anything yeah. malicious about it. But also, who was that going to be funny for? Right. Is right. kind of where I'm at. Like that's very much. Like, I, that's something that I would expect to see on NBA Twitter mm-hmm. as, like, some Warrior fan banter. Like, I wouldn't expect to hear that from an actual Warriors player. Yeah. So, yeah. like, that that was just weird to me. Again, I don't think anything was malicious. I think he even came back and once he got some blowback. He's like, I guess we can't joke around anymore. It's like, yeah, you can, but just not like that. Like, you got to. Yeah. yeah, I have that like, clip. Like, oh, yeah. Let's, Let's see, see it. it. I guess you can't joke anymore, but, man, whatever. It's. <laughs> It kind of got out of hand. I didn't check my phone all day until after the game, so it's kind of blowing <laughs> up. Uh, but you know, I ain't. I don't get involved in that crap, man. It's I'm gonna go home, love my wife, watch some Peaky Blinders, and go to bed, dude. I got I got work to do. <laughs> Peaky Blinder. Yeah, he's a Peaky a Blinders name. fan. I, I mean, the great show. <laughs> I love that. That makes me like him more, actually. Yeah, I wonder if he's just he goes through the whole Killian Murphy oeuvre, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so. Is that- um, is that basically just the role player version of like the LeBron speech after the 2011 finals? Yeah. Cause that's what it seems like. Yes. Like, like sure. Be mad about my joke. You got to wake up to your boring job in the morning. Oh <laughs> man. It's- that's so, it cuts deep. <laughs> I've got one of those. <laughs> yeah. I, I agree with you that like, he just shouldn't have said anything. Yeah. That's, that sounds like a joke that maybe he, and Steph would joke about just keep it between y'all. Don't no need to like make that public, you know? Yeah. yeah. Definitely hit a nerve. Um, all right. So let's see um, Simone Augustus on the cover of sports illustrated for women. Yeah. I saw this online. This is her at age 14. Oh, wow. I love this. 
That's amazing. Is she the next Michael Michael Jordan? It says. That's amazing. <laughs> That's oh uh, great, great photo. Great so magazine. excited that she's gonna be on the coaching staff of the Sparks. Yeah. Um, definitely gonna be interesting. An interesting season for the Sparks. Not having Candace and no, sad last season wasn't you know. Ever last two seasons yeah. actually yeah. It was rough. Yeah. It would it would appear that uh Derek Fisher is an interesting cat. It's <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> a lot going on there. But, but yeah, no Candace there. Uh no Chelsea Gray, who is also a oh, member of the Las yeah. Vegas Aces, so that's fun. <laughs> I, I love but, her. She's yeah, good for Simone Augustus, man. Yeah. Like truly one, one of the best scores I've ever seen. Like my first introduction to her, um, because I even it was I want to say I was in middle school. It was late elementary, early middle school. But I remember the SI for kids uh, magazines were out and we would have like we would have an edition of the magazine in our school library. But anyway, pick it out. They would have this page for like trading cards or whatever that you can cut out. Oh, nice. And I, yes, I peeped very hers was one of them. And they just had like her college stats. And I'm just like, she is dropping like 25 a night. And it's like not even this is absurd. I, I might need to keep an eye on her. And like, I wasn't deep into women's basketball at that point. So it was just kind of like, ah, I got to pay attention to this. And then two weeks later, I kind of forgot. Mm-hmm. But then as I get into the league, like she's still getting buckets. Yeah. Yeah. And doing so. So great to see her have that kind of career and her staying around the game. Like, obviously I think that's good for the game. It's nice to have more black women on coaching staff. So if she wants upward mobility there, I'm interested to see like where that goes moving forward. Yeah, for sure. definitely. Would be exciting to see her head coaching someday. Take over for Fish. Yeah. Oh, that'd be amazing. He is an interesting character. I mean, I think even when he was a player, you know, it was like not everyone really got along with him. And so it's interesting to see him as a coach. I don't know if it's right for the Sparks. I feel like they might need to explore other options. Yeah. <laughs> but um, let's watch this. Uh, Russell Westbrook video video for him <laughs> well Russell Westbrook I'm very happy for you your family is very proud of you and I salute you for all your accomplishments in the game of basketball love you man it's incredible feat if someone had to do it why not you impressive bro impressive we just love you and we appreciate you we're so Aww. happy for you good job daddy <laughs> <laughs> adorable oh uh, the little triple doubles oh. <laughs> that's so cute his kids are adorable yeah congratulations to russell westbrook that's so it's 182 is that the number that's mm-hmm. wild wow i think he's at uh i think he's at 183 now oh, i think he had one last night Ooh, wow so i i have a personal connection to this because Russ was on my fantasy team this year <laughs> and honest and I won she won I recently won our playoffs thanked me and it seriously was because of Russ <laughs> there would be times where I would like forget that a guy was playing and he'd be on my bench and I'd be like oh dang I didn't <laughs> I didn't uh, I missed out on those 30 <laughs> points but then Russ is coming in with like 72 fantasy points 
It was bananas. Uh, I hate I, I hate him for that same reason. <laughs> I must say, you start that off. I was like, oh, she's about to tell me a story about how she met him at some sort of event. He was nice. It's like, oh, but he saved my fantasy team. Like, you know what? That's fair. That's fair. I'm glad you have that personal connection to him. I wish that we had a story of running into him at like summer league or something, or like Paris Fashion Week or something. Oh, okay, that would be way cooler. Yeah. <laughs> We should start going. I know. We got to just haunt the like fashion shows to, in the hopes of seeing Russ someday. Um, Hell yeah. He's amazing. Great follow on Instagram too. Yeah. He's always got something fun going on. Some fun look. Yeah. All right. Let's move into our next segment where we give out donkeys. So the donkeys are awards that we give out for arbitrary categories that we make up. Um, play the drop game. Donkey! Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, this week, most points for a team goes to the Memphis Grizzlies. Most points for a player goes to Damian Lillard. He got 135 points. That's the first time in a long time that it hasn't been Steph Curry. That's true. Ever, since we started doing this... It's been Steph. It's been Steph doing the most points every week. Yeah. Um, but Dame, he's trying to get it done. He's in there. He's mixing it up. Um, best game winner, Sabrina Ionescu versus the Fever. Let's see the video. Ball inbound to Kylie Shook. Four seconds left. Ionescu, a long three for the win. And she gets Whoa. It. Sabrina Ionescu at the buzzer. Amazing. Everyone chest bumps her like so Ow. so much. Okay, doesn't it hurt? That would hurt. Yeah, but you know, me. you're in the moment. You're you're everyone's brought up too. Like you know, they're probably strapped in. So that still would hurt. But I mean, I get it. They're they're excited. They got to show it somehow. Yeah. I mean, the adrenaline's probably kicked in at that point. Yeah, she'll be sore later. <laughs> Right then, she's fine. For sure. That was beautiful, though. Yeah, loved it. Were you watching that game, Nikaias? I was, I was. I watched, and then I waited for um, I waited for a clip of it to download, and then did a little breakdown on my Twitter account, and then wrote about the play as a quick flow for basketball.com. Check awesome. that out if you haven't already. But yeah, <laughs> like it, it was just, I was really in love with the play call, because that was basically a variation of something they had run like six or seven times throughout that game. And they break out this twist on the very last play and it throws Indiana for a loop and Sabrina makes an incredible shot. It was a nice way to kick off the night slate of games, honestly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Also, you know, Sabrina last year was her first season and it was kind of rough. Like she was injured and the Liberty in general, like had a rough time of it. Uh, and so way to kick off the season for yeah. the Liberty. I yeah. love it. That was amazing. <laughs> That's what that's like what makes basketball exciting. Yeah. Shit like that. Um all right, our next donkey goes to best BFFs, Luca and Bobby. Let's see the photo of their matching hoodies. They, oh, that's adorable. <laughs> they're literally go to the next picture, please. It says yeah, it literally says Luca and Bobby BFFs. Picture of them. Um, someone in our Discord mentioned that this looks like a podcast cover art, and it totally does. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they need to start that yeah, podcast. They should start 
a podcast. Do you think Tobias, Tobias hairs? Yeah, I, say, <laughs> I know he's gonna feel like shit. <laughs> is he crying? Do you think looking at this, texting Bobby, being like, "Come on, Could've man, me." <laughs> Oh, you know what? Maybe that's why he sent that tweet. Now that I think about it, because like the Sixers clinched the one seed and he had like this list of things in the tweet. And one was like, I lost my best friend. I was like, wait, did something happen? Oh, this no. would make sense. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. That's Dad so sad. Oh, poor Toby. <laughs> you know, look, Bobon can have multiple best friends, <laughs> but... It is hard when you're so far away from your friend to watch them just like going off into the sunset yeah. with someone else. Right, yeah, right. I would. I would. I mean, I'm a very jealous friend. You know this. I do. <laughs> I uh, I hate when my friends talk without me or when I'm not included in the group chat. <laughs> I want to be. I want to be cc'd on every every message between friends. Uh, so so this would destroy me. You know, if I was Toby, <laughs> I would be. I would not be able to play basketball. His tweet says, "My best friend replaced me. Our album is fire. Our team clinched number one. Things I've learned this week. Stay blessed." Wow. <sighs> he need. There needs to be that same BFFs like Luca and and Bobby, but then have a little tiny extra bubble yeah. with Tobias Harris <laughs> and, <laughs> and Toby. <laughs> <laughs> and you know he's uh, he's gonna get traded to another team and pick up another BFF. He's just gonna have a whole roster. Yeah, does Boban just like always have a BFF on a team? I love that. <laughs> it's so it's adorable. I mean, everyone always says that he's like the nicest player, so it makes sense. Yeah, Making a literal friends. gentle giant. Yeah, Aww. exactly. Um, okay, let's give our last donkey to. Uh, Best Instagram caption goes to Giannis Antetokounmpo. <laughs> um, he's he's doing a you know clearly celebrating a great play he's like here, flexing, doing flexing a bit of a growl. every muscle you ever muscles I never knew existed. Right. He looks he looks very buff, and then his caption just says, "I almost pooped." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's like yeah, he's like straining very hard. Oh my god, <laughs> I. I, I respect the ode to Paul Pierce. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Little Paul exactly. Pierce shout out. <laughs> exactly. Um, I love it. I yeah. love it. Um, now, if anyone has any other donkeys. Yeah, um, Nikaias, is there anything that happened this past week that you want to point out? Something special? Uh, not off the top of... Well, the Knicks clinched the playoff spot. Like, good for them. Yeah, yeah. that's for huge. For the first time in a few years, the fan base is... Very clearly energized yeah. for very obvious reasons. So good, good for them. That's one word for it. Um, yes, people are. Yeah, it's, they're going bonkers. They're losing they their are minds. Dancing in the streets. Yeah. Um, I mean, just as someone who looks at sports from Twitter, it seems to me it seems like most most sports fans are either Knicks fans or Lakers fans or it's Toronto. Like, Toronto's they're they're. I mean, Toronto's got their own thing going on. A lot, yeah, a lot of fans. They're out too. in force. Yeah, but just like by sheer volume of, yeah. of what I see. So, you know, congrats to all those people. The Knicks have had a really rough time for many, many years. So I'm happy for them. Yeah. yeah. You know how bad your team and how long your teams had to be bad to get like an inside joke thrown into soul. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Did they mention it? In yeah. Movie? It's in the movie. Oh, memorialized forever that was like that's funny. just kind of tough but good for them 
Um, also, lots of good guys on that team. I mean, Julius Randle. I'm so I'm excited for him. You know. Yeah. Um, it'll be. It is fun to see fans like freaking out just getting into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, hope I hope they have a good run. I'm you know excited to see what they do. Yeah. Do you have anything? Um, I want to give a an honorable mention to Diana Taurasi. Um, she also had a buzzer beater that I, the first, bo- both of those first two games were like very exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, so good job. Uh, dirty Diana. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Diana. Not so much the people that work in the clock during that shot because it led to like this 15 minute review. Cause they didn't know how much time ran off the clock. Oh no. Oh man. Um, well, no donkeys for them. No. <laughs> <laughs> Worst job donkey to them. Um, Gabe, do you have anything? Yeah, I guess speaking of the heat, I'll give a donkey for uh, shortest season to <laughs> Udonis Haslam. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. Who got ejected three minutes into his first game of the year for fighting with Dwight Howard. <laughs> I didn't hear about that. It's very funny. It's easy. I feel like I would fight with Dwight Howard if I were playing basketball against him. Um, I mean, I think he's valuable to the team in other ways, right? Off the court. Yelling stuff from the bench? Yeah. Yeah. Right? I mean, he's kind of like a... He's kind of like a mentor figure. Yeah. He's been in the mix. Yeah. Definitely an elder statesman. And also, to your point, like, who doesn't want to fight with Dwight Howard? (laughs) Yeah, I'm ready to go whenever he calls me back. Come on, Dwight. (laughs) Come down here. (laughs) We could take him on two on one. Yeah, we would have to, I think. Or it would be like a we'd be like small and scrappy (laughs) or like one big trench coat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's definitely what it would have to be. All right. So, I mean, who wins this week? Honestly, I feel like the WNBA in general wins this Yay. week. Um, mm-hmm. Everyone gets a donkey. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like... Uh, Every player, coach, watcher. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everyone except Derek Fisher. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll take this away. <laughs> um, and we'll we'll give two to Candace. I If there anyone out there is not currently subscribe to the WNBA league pass just Why do not? it it's so cheap it's like $16 yeah um for the whole year that's like a coffee these days <laughs> what coffee are you I mean, drinking we live, like- we're in LA you know everything's like five times more expensive <laughs> yeah, than everywhere true. else <laughs> I was gonna say it's like four french fries for five guys <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> okay that's a lot of fries because one of those babies is like a table full <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Four individual fries are seventeen dollars. That's oh four. Okay, I was thinking like four orders of fries, which is like a bathtub full of fries. Oh God, no. <laughs> um, yeah, just go. You know what? Just go check it out. Check out the league pass. It's fun. We're having fun. Yeah. Um, if you see something that happens during the week and you want to give it an award for any reason at all, send it to us on Twitter hashtag donkeys and we may read it on the show um let's move on to our cutie comment of the week each week we highlight the best great sorry i fucked it up i'm sorry (laughs) go for it comment (laughs) 
Yeah, that was a great comment. I love it. Perfect. Um, each week, we highlight the best, funniest, cutest moments, uh, cutest comments made by our members of our Cutie Nation Discord. It's our cutie comment of the week. This week's comment is from Dan. Dan asked, does Anastasia have any scary <laughs> tattoos? You guys need tattoos that are Dan-friendly, like a dog with a big stick trying to get through a gate. You silly dog, the stick is too big. Um, Dan classically doesn't like to be spooked. He hates being scared. Um, yeah, so you know what? I disagree with this take. I think get a scary tattoo. You like scary tattoos. Yeah, get like a skull and crossbones. Um, one time my, my nine-year-old cut, he was nine at the time. He's much older now. Uh, little cousin said, uh, that he wanted a skull and snake combo on his chest. <laughs> Everyone should get oh, that. God. I mean, that's like very Harry Potter, right? Like, funny. I mean, everyone's going to assume it's from Harry Potter. Yeah. Uh, any tattoos, Nikias? I do not have any right now. No. Would you get a skull and snake combo? Yeah. Do you want to do it with <laughs> us right now? <laughs> <laughs> Matching tattoos. <laughs> a little bit. I can't. I can't say that I would go there. Uh, <laughs> have to come up with a different idea. Yeah, I my tattoos aren't scary. I've got a lot of arm oh. tattoos. Don't get you got scared. <laughs> yeah, I came at you too fast with this knife one. Yeah. Now, now she needs the big stick. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Okay, now I do like the idea of a dog with a big stick is a good tattoo idea, though. It is I might fun. steal that. <laughs> I do have some, like, bad luck tattoos. I don't know if you can oh, see yeah. this. It's like a cat, a little black cat, a ladder, and then, like, a little axe that says 13 on it. Mm. Oh. That's like when the, when the tattoo shops have, like, a special Friday to Friday the 13th, 13th special. <laughs> um, I mean, it's pretty scary. <laughs> <laughs> the ladder. Yeah. Like, that's what if scary. you're underneath it? Yeah, that's true. Some paint might fall on your head. <laughs> uh, but this actually brings us to basketball player tattoos. Like, there's some basketball players with, like, very intense tattoos. Who was it? I saw a photo on Twitter. Somebody had the Joker. That's Dem- Dem- uh, oh, DeMar DeRozan, Yes, right? DeMar DeRozan. Yes. Uh too scary. The and it was the it was the Heath Ledger Joker specifically. Oh. I like Let's how it auto filled. It. <laughs> it knows what we're looking for. Joker tattoo. Oh, that's too scary. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> tattoo artist deserves a raise, though. I mean, yeah, it, it, it is. Good. It's a well done tattoo, but the idea of getting the Joker tattooed on you. I'm not on board. Also, Demar's like a mild mannered, sweet guy. Does he really love <laughs> chaos that much? Do you, do you guys think he thinks of himself as a Joker type? Maybe. Uh, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to disrupt society out here. There's also, uh, I can't remember who it is, but someone has like a basketball that's like ripping out of mm-hmm, their skin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't I don't like those kinds of tattoos. Is that Tyler Hero? Or Tyler Hero is something Oh, he has like the red ink tattoo that looks like horrible. Like yeah. It looks really bad. Yeah. That that's an interesting cat right there. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, what are your thoughts on Tyler Hero? Uh he is a basketball player. That's about all <laughs> that's about all I got. Oh, you you're not a fan? Oh well, I won't say I'm not a fan. Like he he's just an interesting dude. Yeah. Did you see the the like interview where he did some freestyle rapping? Yeah. <laughs> I did boat. not see that. <laughs> Don't watch no. it. Don't watch it. I mean, if you're not a fan, I mean, if you're if he's not your favorite, you may not 
you may not love it, but I enjoyed it. It was good. <laughs> I might need it for the laughs. Yeah. Oh, you man. will get a laugh. He's on a boat and yeah. He's talking to like Taylor Rooks or something. Yeah. Right? I think it was her. Yeah. And he says like another player and him, like they recorded some rhymes <laughs> and she was like, give me, she's such a good yeah, interviewer. She's like, give it to me. <laughs> give me some. And he started rapping and it's like, Oh, <laughs> don't Tyler. <laughs> oh, it's a no. trap. <laughs> I mean, I love him for other reasons. I mean, he's just, yeah, like, I, I like him too, but like, <laughs> but, and then this goes for a lot of basketball players. Just cause you're good at basketball doesn't mean you're good at rapping. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> those skills don't transfer like directly. That's just a good lesson, like in general. <laughs> uh, just because you're good at something doesn't mean you're good at rapping. Everything, Every, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, uh, let's get into our mail basket. You got mail today. We have a card. Ooh, a card. We got physical mail. Oh shit! Nice stuff fell out of it when I picked it up. Okay. The card's very cute. It's got like a little lighthouse yes, on the front. A lighthouse and like an ocean. Very sweet. And it says, Hi cuties, what's up? I'm listening to your show at my job that I hate, and it is making me laugh and smile and momentarily forget <laughs> the awful hell world that we currently live in. So thanks. Um, it's these small moments of joy that keep us going, right? I have enclosed three cute stickers, one for each of you, Agata, Anastasia, Gabe. Um, sorry, Nikias. Uh, That's fine. She didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, I hope you like them. Thank you so much for all the laughs, and thank you for being a safe harbor in the storm for so many of us. And also, thank you for always throwing me likes on Twitter. It means a lot. Love you. Bye, Michael Joseph Antonelli. Yay! Aww. Cute. Very and cute the, stickers. Yeah, the stickers are like little plants, trees. Oh, wow. Little sunflower. Uh, sunflower. Gabe, which one do you want us to say for you? I'll take whichever one you guys don't want. Oh, <laughs> Gabe, you're so nice. <laughs> okay, they're all great. This um, one looks like my tattoo. We, yeah, we love getting a, uh, we love getting physical mail. We do have a mailbox that we set up just for that. So, um, if you guys want to send us anything, we would love it. Um, we are. We also you can uh, email us at hiatdunk.town. You can leave a message on our cutie hotline nine zero three four two zero. D- D-U-N-K. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and then tell us about what's going on with your team. Um, and or whatever, whatever's whatever, going on with you. Whatever's, yeah, whatever's going on with you personally. <laughs> um, Nikai, thank you so much for being here. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh, well, for the basketball people listening, if you haven't subscribed already, please subscribe to the Dunker Spot podcast that I host with Steve Jones Jr., a former assistant coach and video coordinator in the NBA. We just chop it up about X's and O's every week. He drops puns. I sigh all the time. It's a great time <laughs> for everyone involved. Um, you, NBA and... Oh. I was just going to say two podcasts with Dunk in the yeah. title. Yeah. That's true. I feel like we're cousins. <laughs> there we go. We were meant to do this podcast. Yeah. yeah. So thank you for having me on. <laughs> so there's, so that's the podcast. Um, check out my writing NBA and WNBA words for basketballnews.com. Um, a lot of great podcasts under the basketballnews.com podcast umbrella. Um, you've had members of dishes and dimes on love all those girls. Yes. They're, they're fantastic. Great. Amazing. So also subscribe to them and listen to them if you haven't already because you're missing out if you're not yeah 
Yeah, and if anyone's new to the WNBA and wants to learn about it, they should read what you write about the WNBA because, like, that that's how we learned about it. We just read a bunch of stuff, uh, followed people like you on Twitter, and, you know, got got all the info that way. Yeah. Especially with a W, it's, like, a lot harder to get, like up to speed yeah um so mm-hmm. people who are you know contributing like well written stuff to that is like it's great it's, yeah it makes it so much easier for people to like break in and become fans so yeah you're doing you. the lord's work we appreciate it yeah <laughs> thank you i'm just trying to pull my weight like i'm relatively late into this myself so i i lean on the people that have been here um much longer than i have just trying to find my space like i know like film breakdowns x and o's like that's my niche in the NBA. So I feel like that's a natural pathway for me to do that with the WNBA as well. So it's been fun. Cause like, that's all it is. It's just great basketball. Yeah. Awesome. Um, cool. Well, thanks again for being here and thanks to our cutie listeners for coming on this journey with us. We love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. For more Dunktown content, check out our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Dunktown. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dunktown Podcast. I'm on Twitter at Echo underscore Mint and on Instagram at Agata Monica. Anastasia is on both at Anastasia Vigo. Check out our website, dunk.town. If you like the show, please write us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you listen. We always really appreciate those. We have t-shirts, stickers, hoodies, and more available for sale at dunk.town slash store. Thank you to Andrea Tomingas for the Dunktown design, and thank you to Andrew Bear for our original music for the show. Sources and references from this episode can be found in the episode description. Mm-hmm.